Talk some stock picks before we continue with more earnings preparation. We got a long and short from Ross Klein joining us from ChangeBridge Capital. And we're going to trade it as well. Ross, welcome back to the show. You've got Skechers and Wix on your mind. Skechers is the long, so let's start on the positive side. Stock's been pretty good, but lately slowing down since the last earnings. So do they turn it around when they report? Hey, Oliver. Uh, yes, we think so. So Skechers is a holding in our CBLS and CBSE active ETFs. Uh, you can see all our holdings on changebridgefunds.com. Uh, we believe Skechers is a long-term beneficiary of the hybrid work situation and the more sh the shift to a more comfortable footwear uh, worn by more people across the country and globally. We believe this holiday season and the school season exhibit meaningful pent-up demand uh, and, and active capital to reallocate towards clothing. Uh, interestingly, in the last two months or so, the, Scott, the stock has sold off meaningfully due to supply chain concerns. Nike reported a difficult quarter. Nike has a large percent of its manufacturing done in southern Vietnam. This spooked the entire retail, especially footwear, market. Skechers, however, came out and spoke to analysts and, and investors after the Nike call and said, less than 10% of our manufacturing is done in southern Vietnam. So we at ChangeBridge think this is an opportunity to invest in a de-risked security ahead of an earnings catalyst. Ah, so you think this uh, pullback is uh, baked in what they might tell us about the supply chain? Because uh, if it's not, man, this market is sure is sensitive to any surprises on that subject. It sure is. Now, interestingly, VF Corp reported last week, VF Corp was not a stock that folks were thinking about supply chain quite as much as they are with Skechers. VF Corp missed numbers and the stock was down all of two percent that day and so we believe that investors are starting to look at the supply chain dynamics especially in southern vietnam specifically as transient and as recovering and so this to us is a short-term uh hiccup and a long-term opportunity for investors so ross uh we had the team at crocs on last week crocs has been crushing it uh sketches need to start making shoes with holes in them <laughs> it's a great question. Crocs is a fantastic company, well run, incredibly well operated, but a different valuation structure than Skechers. If we look at Skechers versus a number of its peers, Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, they're trading at anywhere from 18 to 30 times EBITDA. Skechers trades at less than 10 times for a company that's actually outgrowing its peers. And if we look to their their long-term guidance, they're forecasting 12 to 14% annual revenue growth for the next three years. We think this is an opportunity for folks to take advantage of transient weakness as a result of the supply chain to invest in a long-term secular winner. Okay, well, they're uh, customizable, which uh, Crocs has got uh, too, so there's some overlap there. Okay, Ross, stick with us. We're going to trade it short and come back to you for the long pick. I got Tom White with me here in studio who's been looking at the options. What do you think? Is there a good way to get uh, short or at least fade? Or Sorry, to get long this company. Yeah, I was going to say you had those backwards, Ollie. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so using the option market, you do have to realize they have earnings on Thursday after the close. So that's that's a concern here for Skechers moving forward. But what's an inexpensive way to take a bullish stance on it? Option market's pricing at about a $3.5 move, plus or minus in this. So I looked at a strategy that takes advantage of that 
uh, lower cost entry point for a bullish strategy going out to the 50 strike call uh, here where I'm going to buy the November monthlies. So those expire in just over three weeks. Uh, buy the 50 strike call and then sell the uh, near term October 29th weekly 50 strike call, creating a bullish um, three week wide uh, call uh, call calendar to the upside. The debit you pay is a risk on it. Only 45.50 cents right now that it's trading. So that's going to be your risk per spread that you do. And uh, the nice thing about doing these calendars above the current share price, uh, Oliver, in going into earnings is because there's so much option premium, implied volatility is elevated in the October 29th weekly series due to uh, the earnings event. Uh, and that gives you that low price entry point. Uh, and you can see here for the apex of the profitability is right at that 50 strike. But now look at the wide range you've got here from about 44 up to about 57. You're going to most likely be profitable uh, on this type of strategy. Low cost entry point, taking advantage of the higher implied volatility and that, uh, that divergence between the volatilities too because the November that you're buying, because this is a long Vegas strategy, uh, actually uh, is, is a nice way to take advantage of the higher implied volatility and the near-term option that you're selling. So real mm. short-term trade but you want this stock to kind of grind up towards $50 over the next uh, few weeks. Okay, so even if this does slip back a couple bucks down to 43, you're not losing money. Uh, this is, you know, ideally hitting right at 50, which is, you would think, uh, you know, reasonable, I guess. I mean, look, uh, it's a pretty big move from 45, but 50 was an area the stock traded at for a good bit of time uh, between the last two earnings. I mean, it's right. been a lot of time at $50. And that's nearly that one standard deviation move that the option market's pricing okay. in at this point. So if you do get that move, this ex that'll expand the price of this calendar. Maybe you close it immediately but you do have the ability to roll that short option uh, week after week uh, to create credits and reduce uh, your risk on the initial position and then increase potential profitability. So uh, mm. kind of a flexible type of strategy here uh, to the upside. Okay, all right. So flex flexible strategy to the upside and looking for a decent bounce. Options are pricing in some volatility around this earnings uh, if uh, 50 bucks We've is... gotten some big moves over the last year at post earnings on yeah. this company. Yeah. Super gappy a uh, few times, in fact, to the upside back in April. Right. All right, let's get the short uh, now. Let's go back to Ross standing by to talk website building in Wix. What's not to like? I mean, not a simple business model that can do no wrong, already down at the lows. Uh, you think it's going to be going even lower, Ross? We do. Yeah, this is a short position in CBLS, our long short equity ETF. Wix is a really interesting business. So for years, they've been a leader in the DIY website design model. Uh, they were a COVID beneficiary and one that we actually view as counter-cyclical relative to employment uh, across the globe. And so as more folks are unemployed, new business formations rise generally. New business formations are a leading indicator for Wix revenue. Uh, as new businesses, mm. small businesses, are their target audience. In the last 18 months, we've seen new business formations peak in the summer of 2020 and have steadily declined in the last four or five months. Interestingly, this coincides with web traffic data that we've been following for Wix.com, which showed that the summer seasonal slowdown, which is normal, actually lasted into the fall. So we view that as a negative data point and one that corresponds and, and, and correlates with our initial bearish thesis. Okay. Furthermore, Wix has been relying on 
partnerships with businesses like Vistaprint, which is a clever way for them to boost revenue, but one that we view as temporary. And so as we look out into next year, the revenue that they're generating from partners like Vistaprint won't likely repeat at the rate that it did this year, setting up very difficult expectations into next year. Okay, all right, Ross, we're gonna trade in in line with that. I like the business formation uh, connection there. Appreciate it, Mr. Klein, for the update here on what you're liking and what you're disliking. So Tom, give me the trade here, short on Wix. Uh, how do you do it? Well, they don't have weekly options. Uh, they don't have earnings until the 11th of November, so you've got some higher implied volatility in the November cycle than you do in December. So I looked at, uh, to take that bearish stance, uh, to Ross's point here, uh, looked at the December and I wanted to buy a put diagonal. Uh, so where I'm gonna buy something that's slightly in the money, and in this case, I'll buy the December 200 strike put, and then against it, um, because there's some elevated volatility in the near-term options, selling the November 175 put that's about uh, 25 bucks out of the money to the downside. If you paid roughly a debit of about $12.80, that's your risk on the entire trade, $1,280 per spread. It's actually trading a little bit lower than that right now, so you can get in at a cheaper price point. Uh, but if you buy those uh, December, sell the November, you pay $1,280, you got $1,280 in risk. You can see the break even just below the current share price of Wix at $197.50. Uh, but you can see the apex of the profitability is about that one standard deviation move that they're pricing in, which is over $20 to the downside. Uh, near that short strike that you sold in November. So this is a, a less expensive way and less risk on Oliver instead of shorting the shares, right? Okay. That's capital intensive, that's risky. Uh, so buying a put diagonal to the downside to take advantage over the next month and a half, that Wix is going to start floating down towards 175 or even a little lower. Uh, this takes advantage of that and you're defining your risk. All right, appreciate it, Tom. Like it, uh, 197 break even on Wix. Right now trading 199 and a half. Thanks again to Ross Klein for the pick.